Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. As always, your host, Maddie A. Today normally is Friday food for thought. Today, I'm switching it up. We're going failure Friday. I think I just experienced probably one of the biggest failures of my career, and maybe not failure, but a great learning lesson, a great growth of opportunity going forward. And I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, you know, the people that I am inspired by, that, you know, I look to be mentored by, that I want to model after, uh, I do love celebrating their wins and hearing about all the great things that they achieve, but I'm always more curious and intrigued. Sounds a little weird when they lose. I want to know about their failures. I want to know about when they're struggling. I want to know about the losses. I want to know about the face plants. I want to know about all of the challenges and struggles they go through because those are the moments that oftentimes forge them into new leaders, into new business owners, into retooling their strategy or their mindset or their physical world. And those are the things that I often get the most value out of. And as maybe, you know, uh, odd as that may seem, I like knowing when people are struggling and how they are navigating through those challenges. And so I figured today, I would share a little bit more about a challenge that I've recently gone through. And it really kind of put me in a little bit of a tailspin and, you know, a funk, if I'm being completely honest. And I figured I would share some of the lessons from that loss. Now, of course, it's always easier in hindsight as you get a little bit more space and distance from some of those things to reflect back and to see where you went wrong and what you could have done better and what you want to do going forward. So here's what happened. Before we dig in, if you're new to the show, welcome. Every single week, we talk all things money, mindset, motivation to help you on your wealth building journey. Because at the end of the day, this journey is a wild one. Anybody that's trying to go after big goals, big dreams, big bank accounts, and you're not sitting in a place of complacency, you are going to have massive breakdowns along the way. Mental, physical hurdles that you as a human have to find a way to navigate through. Most people who find comfort stay in that lane and live there for the rest of their lives, well, they struggle and they suffer in their own way. But at the end of the day, it's the people like us who are constantly pushing and looking to learn and looking to grow that ultimately experience some of these things maybe on a much larger scale and maybe in a little bit different capacities that Oftentimes, knowing that you're not alone on this journey is part of the process. You know, as I share more of my losses, you know, yeah, I love sharing wins with you guys, but sharing these losses is like, oh, thank God, you're human. You're not like, you know, some robot that only succeeds or only shows their successes or doesn't have any doubts or fears like I do. And at the end of the day, we are all in this boat and in this journey together. And so sharing a little bit about what happened here. Um, I, as you know, many of you know that I own, you know, a handful of hotels up in Lake Tahoe. We're 
building one on the Riverwalk in San Antonio. And as I've continued to push forward in building my business in the hospitality sector, you know, grow or die is the mentality, right? Consistently looking based on our growth plan and our business plan and what we need to do to hit our goals and our projections to achieve those goals every single year. You know, one of my biggest goals over the last 12 months was to, you know, acquire 150 keys of boutique hospitality assets in Lake Tahoe. And I recently got into contract about four months ago on a deal that I've been working on for well over a year. A lot of, you know, blood, sweat and tears went into lead generating and then getting into contract on this asset, then putting the financing together for this asset. And this was one of the largest acquisitions of my personal portfolio, a $16 million hotel. And um, it checked all the right boxes in the commercial core, right on brand, great reputation, the layout of the property. I mean, everything right next door to all of the, you know, businesses and tourism. And it happened to be right next door, literally to one of my other hotels. And, you know, the economies of scale and how all of those benefits tie into, you know, building a moat around our brand, building a moat around additional income, you know, insulating other assets, sharing operational efficiencies across the properties. It was ideal. And we all worked our asses off over the last four months on getting this deal put together with the shift that's going on in the market right now, with the bond market being really shaky and banks getting nervous. Hospitality was one of those assets that got kind of caught in this shift. And the bank, you know, said, we're concerned our 75% loan to value of what we were going to give you on this loan. We're now dropping uh, to 65% loan to value. So you got to bring an additional $2 million to the table. Well, that changes the deal economics. And so I had to go back to the drawing board and we thought it was a dead deal. I got the seller to carry back the additional $2 million at terms um, and, you know, a rate that was suitable that still made the deal make sense. And all of these, you know, crazy inner workings of this deal probably should have been dead three or four times and still found a way to make it work. Um, $100,000 EMD hard of a $450,000 EMD, 100000 of it as we hit certain milestones um, in, in that timeline, uh, we had to release those funds and make them hard, non-refundable. And $100,000 hard. And um, as we went back and got the seller to carry back the, the terms, and then we had to get the first bank to approve the seller carrying back those terms and also approve the loan, we basically got to the final day of you either have to release for the remaining $350,000, you know, 100,000 was already hard, um, the remaining $350,000 of your $450,000 deposit. And we needed loan approval in order to feel confident that we're going to go and release those remaining funds because at the end of the day, you're not going to go and risk another $350,000 when you don't know if you're actually going to get the loan. Coming down to the wire, we get the loan approved. Seller commits to doing their second position carry back in order to make the deal work. And 
Long story short, my largest equity and capital partner in this deal um, got cold feet. They got cold feet. And they decided they didn't want to place their equity in the deal. And it killed the entire deal. My broker lost his, you know, 800 plus thousand dollar commission that he worked really hard for. The lender um, and loan broker lost a $400,000 commission. You know, I lost out on this opportunity to buy an amazing asset that really checked all the boxes, would have hit all of my goals for the year just with this one asset, would have taken our brand, would have taken my business, would have taken our income to a whole new level entire inside of our entire organization. It would have added massive, you know, amounts of uh, bodies to our org chart and our team operationally. And it was a major, major blow. And, you know, it was one of those things that I did everything in my power. I delivered on everything that I committed to delivering. and. The one thing that was outside of my control, which was somebody else's emotions of whether or not they were going to commit and following through on what they said they were going to do, that's ultimately what unraveled and killed this opportunity. And, you know, it threw me into a little bit of a funk. You know, you, you work so hard, you emotionally invest, you physically invest time and resources. We walked away from $100,000 um, because of this decision. You know, it tarnished, I think, a little bit of the reputation and rapport that I have with this broker who I've bought in three hotels from and the trust that he has in, you know, my my group, right? If this capital partner doesn't follow through and we do everything right, you know, can I trust you in the future? And having to rebuild that relationship with him, it, you know, made us look bad to the bank and the, and the loan broker that we've been doing deals with. And mind you, you know, at the end of the day, right, um, I'm a big boy. You know, if this person didn't want to do the deal and was concerned about the economy and the interest rates and, you know, the overall um, economics of what this looks like going forward, that's just one person. And I can respect your opinion and I can ultimately, you know, retool and go back to the drawing board if you would have let me know so much sooner, I could have gotten this deal done. And that's what hurts, right? I felt like this person took that opportunity away from me being able to get this deal done. If I would have known that they were going to pull their capital, I would have went and syndicated this and allowed other people to get into the deal. And we would have got the deal across the finish line. And I felt like that opportunity was taken away from me. But at the end of the day, as I you know, started to sit back and reflect and look at all of the things that transpired over the course of these last, you know, three to four months going through this transaction and getting to see under the hood of, you know, this level of a hotel operation, which was much bigger than any other hotel that I've owned or operated. There were so many silver linings in this process. And it just reminded me, especially for many of you who are going after big goals, big dreams, you guys are really pushing the envelope. You're trying to force yourself into breaking through a ceiling, entering a new level, getting to a new space of financial freedom, getting into a new space of your career, getting into a new space of health, of your relationships, whatever it may be. If you're trying to push the envelope and break into 
something new. Make whatever what ceiling was previously hanging over your head that you just hadn't found a way to break through and you break through it and you find a way to normalize that and make it your new floor. As I've looked back on a lot of those you know, inflection points in my own life, my own career, my own journey. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like build and bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions and of course larger deals and paydays all around we call this deep sales and linkedin has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of linkedin sales navigator right now our millionaire mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try linkedin sales navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast that's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial let linkedin sales navigator help you sell like a superstar today just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started you know there's a lot of pain and struggle and frustration and doubt and fear that often comes with those moments in your journey. And the moments that have been the most challenging, the most frustrating, the most scary, um, the most uh, disappointing, those have been the moments that ultimately have forced me to going back to the drawing board to do the work that was necessary to make sure that those things never happened to me again or that I gave myself the best chance to go and succeed and get a different outcome the next time I get up into the batter's box and take a swing. Because just because you strike out, just because you don't get on base, just because you don't put a run up on the scoreboard doesn't mean that you don't get back in the batter's box. And one of those great quotes that I know many of us have all heard before is life happens for you, not to you. When life happens to you, it's a victim mentality. When life happens for you, It's an optimist mentality. Choosing to allow your losses and make them your greatest lessons, those are the things that ultimately winners take and run with. I was bitter for a minute, but I also looked at this going, I can't be bitter about this. This process actually forced me to get better. and. One of the things that I would encourage and spotlight and bring to attention to you, if you're going through this right now, or maybe I'm sure you're going to go through this at some point in the future, because I just went through a lot of this, at many stages of this process, I experienced high levels of stress and fear. And what I found was The stress and the fear is a calling and a spotlight to the areas that you need to go and do the most work in at that moment. There were many times that I had to go back to the drawing board and get that much better 
at financial modeling and sharpening up the pencil for the numbers of this deal. There were many times that I had to go and have tough conversations with people that forced me to become a better communicator. There were many times that I had to have better discipline around my habits and how I showed up and navigated that day because that's what was required to get the results and the productivity that was needed for me to even be in this opportunity. There were many times that required me to lean into areas of my business and to capital relationships and to learning that I haven't been able to understand or learn at the level I was forced to do in that moment. There are so many areas that going through this particular journey and process, I will use those lessons going forward that I know will serve me in so many ways going forward that will absolutely lead to wins. They will lead to getting in the batter's box again and making contact with whatever the next opportunity is and getting on base and putting runs up on the board. And that is the mindset of life happens for you, not to you. Too many people take the losses, take the outcomes, take the responses that ultimately aren't the ones that they want for themselves in that moment and allow them to be bitter instead of getting better. That allow them to stay in that moment of complacency or to justify not getting back in and going after what it is that you ultimately want for life. Life happens for you, not to you. What areas of your life or in your business or in your career are happening for you right now that maybe you don't like in that particular moment, but is a calling for you to step up in a way that you have not stepped up before. If you want to be able to manage a million-dollar net worth or a million-dollar business or a level of financial freedom and success that you've never had before, then you need to prove to yourself that you're willing to go in and do the work and grow in the areas that will make that normal. If you want to go and lead a team of 50 people when you've only been able to lead yourself, you need to go in and do the work and prove to yourself that you've earned the right to do that. If you want to go in and find a way to create a new lifestyle and level of freedom for yourself when you've been a slave forever, you need to go in and do the work and take those callings of life happening for you, not to you, to get that much better. How you decide to respond to your failures is what will determine what happens next. Most people react to their failures. They get bitter from their failures. They get softened from their failures. And the people that I admire and I've seen take big shots on the chin and find ways to continue to get back up and keep going are the ones who get back into the lab start drawing up a new strategy, start retooling themselves, their businesses, their environments with all the learning lessons from that previous failure to get that much better going forward and get a little bit better result the next time around. So am I bitter about losing that big hotel opportunity? Yeah, I am. But I'm also grateful for it because it's made me get that much better And the results and the growth and the person I've already become in that process 
and will become even better going forward from that process is something that is priceless to me. And it hasn't necessarily shown up in my physical world yet, but I already know it's showing up in my mental. And my mental and my thoughts lead to how I feel about myself and show up physically in my world and the actions that I do take or don't take and what results I get from those actions. That is what is most important in this process. And if you can be aware, because the key to all of this, guys, is awareness. When you're in a bad state of mind, when you're in a funk, which I was for a couple weeks after this deal, it was the awareness that allowed me to go in and do the work in the areas I knew I needed to do the work. It was the awareness that allowed me to know I was in a funk to do the things that I needed to do to get out of the funk. It was the awareness around the conversations I needed to have with myself and with the other people around me to get the better results going forward. Awareness is the key to all of this. Using those failures as stepping stones to your next big inflection point of success is critical. So I just wanted to share that loss with you, that failure with you, because I've been talking about this thing as if it were done. In my mind, I'm a big believer in going, it's only a matter of time. It is done in my mind. I'm getting this deal. No matter what, I'm going to make this happen. Going through all the scenarios of what could potentially derail me from getting those outcomes. I thought I had navigated all scenarios, and guess what? I didn't. Well, I got a couple new ones to add to my list to make sure I got better plans, better moats, and better resources in place to ensure the next time I get into that batter's box, I'm getting on base and I'm putting up runs on the scoreboard. And that's all you can do is continue to put yourself in the best position as you continue to take the next right decision or step in the direction that you want to go in based on what goals you're trying to achieve in your life. That's all you can do is to continue to challenge yourself to get better, to stay aware, and to keep taking action consistently over an extended period of time. Because I know that the next right opportunity is coming down the plate. And I'm going to be that much more weaponized to go after and get it. So sharing a little bit of my failure, a little crying in my beer over the last couple of weeks, you know, and feeling sorry for myself was ultimately something that didn't serve me and having the right mindset and attitude around what would serve me and getting in there and through that awareness, going and doing the work on those things, I can say I'm that much more dangerous and the next opportunity is coming that I know I'm going to capitalize on. So. Hopefully that gives you a little awareness around some of the areas that life might be happening for you at this particular moment, that you might be called through stress or fear or doubt to go in and do the work right now. Go and prove to yourself that you deserve what that outcome is that you're working towards. Go and prove to yourself that you've put in the time and the energy to earn what it is that you're really pushing towards. If you enjoyed this episode, I'll ask, hit that subscribe button, leave a five-star review. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. Say what up at 844-447-1555. Don't forget to take advantage of some of the tools and resources we got at millionermindcast.com. Also, if you want to join our first wealth and wine meetup, text the word NAPA 
to 844-447-1555. We are going to be busting out all the stops on this particular um, meetup. So I'm really excited for those of you that are going to be joining us. Uh, We're going to be releasing more information here this next week. Uh, There will be a small cost associated with it just so that way we can really bust out all the great stops for you guys in Napa. And also, if you want to join my very first mastermind, this is going to be for 15 to 20 high-performing business owners, entrepreneurs, real estate investors, three nights, four days in Lake Tahoe. We're going to be touring around my hotels, doing some epic adventures, masterminding, pulling back the curtain to businesses, talking opportunities, navigating this recession and the opportunities that are going to come, creating some lifelong relationships and partnerships and having a whole hell of a lot of fun while we're doing it. You want to get in proximity to those kind of people, those kind of thinkers, those kind of action takers, text the word Tahoe to 844-447-1555 to get more information on that. That being said, guys, keep getting after it. Keep getting after it. One foot in front of the other. This is a long-term marathon made up of many short-term strategic sprints. Grateful to be on that journey with you. Keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. We'll see you guys next week's episode. Cheers. Cheers.